Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and so I give you news and views from a West Texas biblical point of view. I wanted to give a huge shout out, first of all, to Brittany. Brittany, I am so appreciative of your donations. I just wanted to let you know. I'm not going to give out your last name, but I just wanted you to know that I'm very, very appreciative. Thank you so much um, for helping um, this little uh, ministry. Anyway, get the word out. Thank you so much. May God bless you. So what do we got today? Interesting stuff, guys. Interesting. Jackie Hill Perry denounces the Enneagram and apologizes for past promotion. She says it's evil. Well, finally, somebody's woken up. Praise the Lord. British protest 15-minute cities where they will become prisoners of the state. What? And Shaking Down Sodom, Terry James, one of my favorite authors, by the way. One of my favorite. He is awesome. If you guys want to check out some of his books, he's blind, by the way, um, later on in life. But, you know, but ooh, he's got some good stuff out there. So Biden tells Israel to give money to terrorists, not terror victims. So let's start with that article today, shall we? So this is at frontpagemag.com, and it is written by Daniel Greenfield. It was posted today, January the 12th of 2023. So the most anti-Israel administration stands with Islamic terrorists. The Biden administration condemned Israel for giving $39 million in tax revenues to the victims of terrorism instead of the terrorists. Quote, it is morally just and important for the war against terror. There is no greater justice than using the funds for the victims of terror. Israeli finance minister Bazali Smotrich said of the move. State Department spokesman Ned Price condemned Israel's actions as a unilateral response that will exacerbate tensions and warned that the administration will raise the issue with Israel. Price did not address whether the Palestinian Authority is spending hundreds of millions of dollars a year to finance terrorist attacks against Israelis through the pay-to-slay program raises any tensions. The ruling... Ooh, hold on, we got a little pop-up there. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, uh, the ruling PLO body spending millions to kill Jews is not unilateral, but Israel refusing to finance the murder of its own citizens is a dangerous move that will make peace difficult. Palestinian Authority PM Mohammed Shatai claims that if Israel doesn't give it $39 million, that will promptly lead to its collapse. The terror organization has been claiming variations of the same thing for over two decades. Quote, Palestinian Authority broke and in disarray. The media agonized in 2004. Palestinians threatened to class the Palestinian Authority. They clamored in 2009. Suspended tax transfers leave Palestinian economy on the brink came the warning in 2015 and Palestinians finance near collapse as cuts deepened we were told in 2019. The PLO's terror infrastructure is always on the verge of collapse but sadly never does. Mm. Israel sells us everything, including water treatment, electricity, and drinking water. And in fact, profits from all of this, Shatayi whined. Oh, poor baby. Anyway, why after 30 years, can't the aspiring terror state do anything for itself? The Palestinians, quote, have received an estimated $40 billion in foreign aid. Other estimates have put that at $50 billion. Over $14 billion of that money went directly to the Palestinian Authority. What did... All that money buy apart from mansions for top terrorists. Pinchas Rutenberg, uh, who 
had unsuccessfully urged Russia's liberal Kerensky government to execute Lenin and Trotsky before it was too late and fought to the last to defend the Winter Palace against the Bolsheviks, headed to Israel and began electrifying the country. Quote, no one doubts the duty of the British Empire to develop the land of Israel, but who will be charged for the financial burden? The British taxpayer or perhaps the Arab public that has lived in the country for hundreds of years and has not lifted a finger to develop it. True, Rutenberg is a Jew and he recruited businessmen and Jewish capitalists to develop the natural resources of the land of Israel and recreate jobs for its Arabs' residents. But it is therefore necessary to disqualify his vision, Churchill opined. In a matter of years, much of Israel um, was was powered by the generators that Rutenberg had built. And all of this happened over two decades before Israel even achieved independence. Somehow, Jewish refugees could do a better job of providing electricity in the 1920s after only a few years that the Palestinian Authority had managed in the 2020s and the 30 years after, or after 30 years. Churchill correctly observed that the Arab invaders and colonizers had lived there for hundreds of years, yet had lifted a finger yet had lifted a finger to develop it which they hadn't so he says the cost of developing the territories under the plo control has passed right back to the british taxpayer the american taxpayer or american taxpayer and the israelis so every few years israel threatens to cut off the power unless the terrorists pay their debts the last time around the debt shot up to 500 million each time diplomats warn that if israel cuts off the power there will be a humanitarian crisis but when it isn't Where's the, where, 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 but when, but when isn't there a crisis, they say. You know, the whole main part of this article is that um, Biden has given over a half a billion dollars to the terrorists since taking office. And yet the PLO claims that it's still on the verge of collapse and <clears throat> Israel has to save it all over again. Folks, if you don't know where your money is going in the United States, well, there's a little bit of an eye opener with this Biden administration and what's actually going on. So it says, the article continues down here and it says, the Biden administration, which funds terrorism and incitement against Israel through its foreign aid to Palestinian Authority, is probably unhappy with this. Its spokesman repeatedly accused Israel of unilateral acts that increase tensions every time a Jewish person sneezes in Jerusalem. Ned Price appears at a State Department podium to intone about unilateral sneezing, raising tensions, and yet it's the Biden administration that is conducting unilateral actions meant to undermine Israel's status like its rogue diplomatic operation to the PLO. Folks, wake up and smell the uh, roses, folks. This is, um, this is serious. This is serious. God says, um, anybody, anybody who curses Israel, God will curse them. And folks, what do you think this is? What do you think the Biden administration is doing? Well, it sure is not blessing Israel. We'll put it that way. If you bless Israel, God will bless you. If you curse Israel, God's going to curse you. Boom. That's plain, plain Bible speak right there. That's right out of the Bible. And uh, as you can tell what's going on, this is not good. This is not good for the United States. <clears throat> if you want to check out more of that article, you can go to frontpagemag.com, frontpagemag.com and check it out. And um, let me scroll on down here. And that was Daniel Greenfield that wrote that article. I'm running behind on time today, folks. So we're going to jump down and I'm going to hit the Jackie Hill. So Jackie Hill Perry denounces the Enneagram, apologizes for past promotion of evil. Folks, 
This is awesome. This is great. This is great news. This article is by Michael Faust, ChristianHeadlines.com, and he is a contributor there, so you can check it out at ChristianHeadlines.com. So Christian author and speaker Jackie Hill Perry is denouncing the Enneagram personality test and apologizing for her past promotion of it. Perry, in a new Instagram story, said she repented to God for her last or for her past position. She says, and I quote, I am sorry that I was so ignorant, she told viewers, and I'm sorry that I used my platform to promote evil. That makes me sad that I was so ignorant to a false wisdom when the scriptures in Jesus has absolutely been sufficient the entire time, end quote. He goes on to say in the article, the Enneagram is a test that claims there are nine personality types and multiple variations within each quote type, type. So anyway, he goes on to say here, she says, Perry is an artist and poet who has authored such books as Holier Than Thou, um, How God's Holiness Helps Us Trust Him, and Gay Girl, Good God, uh, the story of who I was and who God has always been. And then her new position on the Enneagram was first reported by churchleaders.com. And it says, um, she said, I was really skeptical and have been for some years uh, when people were saying that the Enneagram was demonic, she said. Adding that the Lord prompted, quote, unquote, her to study it. Her conclusion is evil. She says, it's doctrines of demons, divination, witchcraft, she said. And I had no idea. Perry posted the information about her research in her Instagram story. One of the men who, quote, was the originator of the contemporary understanding of Enneagram as we know it, said he got his information about it through angelic visitation from a spirit or divine being named Metatron, which we know is a demon, she said. Another man behind the Enneagram, the man behind the Enneagram types, said he received his information about it through so-called, quote, automatic writing, unquote, which is a form of channeling spirits, where a demon basically guides your hand or a guide your mind to help you write down certain ideas, Perry said. She says, so when we say type one, type two, type three, whatever, we're literally applying to identity the wisdom of demons, she said. Perry concluded, I've talked about Enneagram on several occasions, and so part of me feels a responsibility to renounce it publicly and to bring attention to the demonic nature of it. Praise the Lord. I am so thankful to God that he opened her eyes and she was able to see that it is demonic. Guys, if you want to know more about all this Enneagram and all this other witchcraft and garbage and yoga, go to getalifemedia.com and getalifemedia.com and check out Pastor Billy Crone and all of his wonderful wisdom he has shared with everybody in documentaries and Bible studies. Please go check him out. And you can also go to Spencer Smith on YouTube. Go check out Spencer Smith on YouTube and watch Third Adam. All those documentaries are absolutely excellent. And you're going to have a totally... You're, when, you, when you look at the world around you, you're going to be like, Whoa, I had no idea. I had no idea. Symbolism is very, very strong in the occult. Christians are like, what? You know, we don't really pay attention to it. You know, we don't, the eyes covering up, the little, you know, all this, yeah, no, lightning bolts. We're like, oh, how pretty. That's, yeah. No, that's demonic. <laughs> they know it, but Christians, we have lived such a sheltered life because our pastors and churches are not teaching. These, they're not equipping you guys and us to live in the end days where we're living in right now. They're not equipping us. We don't know. Nobody knows. You won't know these things, so you have to Go and search them out from biblical teachers. Don't go to people, you know, like the NAR or the or the New Apostolic Reformation and all this garbage. Don't go there. Don't don't go to the Kenneth Copeland. That, I'm telling you, that man is demon possessed. He, ooh, ooh, man, he gives me the creeps. When he remember, he cut his hand like the blood of the man. He's a wicked, wicked man. Anyway, 
don't go there. Don't don't go to those folks. Go to good Bible believing Christians. Spencer Smith. I highly recommend him. Now I am not a King James only person. You know, don't get me wrong there, but I mean he is fantastic. I absolutely love him. He's got a great sense of humor. And I do believe he is from Kentucky. So Spencer Smith on YouTube, please check him out. Uh, watch his third Adam documentaries, and I'm telling you, you're going to have a complete new respect of what's really going on in this world. Also, go to Pastor Billy Crone at GetAlifeMedia.com. GetAlifeMedia.com. If you don't know why, it's like the Vegas. He always does that, and he doesn't like chicken. So I'll let you know that ahead of time because you're like, why is he dogging chicken? Like, why does he make them chicken jokes? He doesn't like chicken. Anyway, just let you give it a forefront if you do see that and don't understand why. But um, go check out his Bible studies. And I'm telling you, your eyes are going to be open. You're just going to be like, wow. Wow. God has given us men like this of wisdom who have studied the Word of God. I'm telling you, you need to really get up there and find out what's going on. And so this is a short and sweet program this morning. I am sorry, but I'm running super duper behind. I mean, I'll come back on this evening and check out that the um, the British um, protest. The you know, let's see if we can get on this real quick. I bet you I can. This is at the Rare Foundation. This is R A I R Foundation dot com. This is by Amy Mech. The British protest, fifteen minute cities where they will become prisoners of the state. Okay, to seize further control of people's lives, globalists are pushing the false idea that these cities will have will save the planet, unquote, and help all of humanity. Fifteen-minute cities are popping up everywhere, and the World Economic Forum is wildly enthusiastic about them. Last year, it was announced that Paris, France, would become a fifteen-minute city, and now the British city of Oxford is next. However, outraged Brits are fighting back, as reported previously at Rare Foundation USA. The city council has announced that it will divide Oxford into fifteen-minute neighborhoods or small 15-minute towns built as greener, cleaner, and safer. To further seize control of people's lives, globalists are pushing the false idea that these, quote, green cities, uh, which make services accessible to residents within 15 minutes of their home, will, quote, save the planet and help all humanity. Yes. Inside, or instead, they are nothing more than a way to... Uh, to for them to restrict, coerce, fine, punish, surveil, and limit the fundamental right of freedom of movement for residents. For example, residents are not allowed to leave your 15-minute city by a car more than the allotted times a year. Otherwise, you will be fined. In addition, the government will track and control your every movement through your smartphone and facial recognition technology. Mark of the beast, mark of the beast, mark of the beast. I'm sorry, that just popped up there. Revelation 13, I'm sorry. Um, climate lockdown, the 15-minute city concept is crucial on the United Nations Agenda 2030 and their net zero green agenda. The World Economic Forum is also pushing this new concept. Oxford, which has declared a climate emergency, is hoping their 15-minute cities will help achieve the council's net zero carbon Oxford vision by 2040. As early as 2040, Oxford plans to impose climate lockdowns on residents to help achieve the council's net zero carbon Oxford vision by 2040. The 15-minute city concept is also crucial for the United Nations Agenda 2030. And not surprisingly, the World Economic Forum is pushing the idea. <laughs> okay, if you have not read your Bible, if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, if you've never heard of Bible prophecy or eschatology, uh... Now's the time to get involved in that. Now's the time to um, read your Bible. Now is the time to study eschatology and Bible prophecy and find you a pastor who preaches on that. Now is the time. Now is the time because this is all coming to a forefront. I mean, it is. it was written 
thousands of years ago in the Bible that these things would happen. And look, they are happening. They're happening. You can't hide this. This is this is verbatim. This is crazy. It's not crazy. It's God's plan. Anyway, whew, let me get back to this story here. So Oxford will div- will be divided into um, six zones to save the planet from global warming. Electronic fences are placed on access road to ensure residents remain within their zone, folks. Residents are allowed to leave their 15-minute city a maximum of 100 times a year, but they must first register their car, which is tracked through the city via smart cameras. Mm. While the initial allotment of escape tickets may seem reasonable to some, once the public accepts that the state has the right to confine you, it is guaranteed that they will add additional restrictions and fewer permits to leave your zone. This was established very clearly and quickly in many Western nations in the past few years under the rubric of a rubric of the COVID restrictions. Folks, give them an ounce, they'll take a mile. Protests. Oxford residents are Curious over council plans to turn the city into a 15-minute controlled zone. They have been brushed away by council, which has ignored their displeasure. Media silent. Oxford re- uh, citizens have taken to the streets. The media silent, of course, uh, writes UK journalist Sophia Corcoran. Uh, she implored uh, people to stand with the citizens of Oxford against this type of totalitarianism. And she's got a tweet right there, you guys. You can check it out. So Davos Globalist Conference. At the end of the week, thousands of the world's elites will be jetting off to Davos and their private jets whilst people around the world or around the globe are starting to be confined to 15-minute zones in their cities and need a permit to drive over it, Kukorin said. She goes on to say, uh, Kukorin is um, referring to the Globalist Conference next week in the Swiss ski resort of Davos. 52 heads of state and government are expected to meet. Nearly 600 company directors have also been invited. Public sessions are held that is mainly where the globalists make their deals behind the scenes in secret back rooms. I always like to see they're smoking cigars and it's dark and smoky. That's just in my head what it looks like. <laughs> when I wrote my fiction book, that's kind of what I put on there in there too. Anyway. Um, while people worldwide are forced to choose between eating dinner or heating their homes, the elites will fly to Davos in their private planes, stay in posh hotels, eat expensive food, and scheme how to confine us to our, quote, 15-minute prisons. The Dutch Party Forum uh, for Democracy previously made an English-language video exposing the dangerous and freedom-crushing agenda concocted by the globalists who attended the meet- annual meeting in Davos this past May. And you can watch that right there, folks. Folks, that article is by Amy Mech. Amy Mech, and she's an investigative journalist banned in parts of Europe, wanted by Islamic countries, threatened by terror groups, hunted by left-wing media, smeared by Hollywood elites, and fake religious leaders. Go check out Amy Mech. She sounds like my kind of person. <laughs> if you listen to this program, she's probably one of your favorite persons, too. So, anyway, go check that out at therarefoundation.com. And uh, it's just a matter of time, folks. It's a matter of time. You guys are in the UK and Britain. You guys have got to stand up. You've got to stand up. You have got. Now is the time. Now is the time. You know, like in the United States of America, we still have our guns. We still have our guns. And we know why we still have our guns because stuff like this happens. Look at Australia. UK, all this crap. And we're going to put you in these prisons because you supposedly had COVID and all this garbage. <laughs> this is Texas, honey. Uh, I don't even remember us being. We, I don't think we ever were locked down. I think the two, the two weeks, it's two weeks. 
you know, everybody's got to stay in their home. And that was the deadest I'd ever seen this little this city of 205,000 people that I live in. It was dead. But after that, we went on as business as usual. Um, Texas is a little, I guess we're just a little bit different. We're very conservative and we're thankful for our God-given freedoms that God has given us. And uh, we hold tightly to those here in Texas. And so... Um, brothers and brothers live in California, and uh, they kind of, you know, felt the felt the liberal agenda hardcore. But uh, yeah, United United States of America is is we're pretty divided. We are pretty divided, unfortunately. But I'm thankful that I live in the state of Texas, and um, that's a blessing. So it's a huge blessing to me, and I'm very thankful for that. But anyways, um, guys, I'm going to get off of here today. And I uh, just wanted to jump on, give you some headlines today. And I'm going to try to jump on tonight, but I've been getting off really late um, from work. And for some reason, I'm just exhausted when I get off work. I don't know why that is. Um, I am working six days this week. So that's, you know, that's a little bit um, not usual for me, I'm supposed to. But I mean, you know, I've been doing this for months. So I did finally get somebody hired. So I did get two days off um, this weekend. I was like, whoo last weekend. And so I'm paying for it now. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll get two days off Sunday and Monday. Um, well, anyway, with that, guys, I am going to uh, get off of here. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening to me. And I sure do appreciate all your donations. Um, Brittany, once again, thank you so much um, for your help this month. That paid um, that helped me pay for the for the uh, podcast platform and my website. I'm very thankful. Thank you so much. And I hope I'm not embarrassing you by saying your name. <laughs> anyway, I won't give out your last name, you know. Um, but I am very, very appreciative of that. Guys, if you have not, you can go to, to my website at BibleProphecyForToday.com. It's the number four. Uh, you can go there and there'll be a little pop-up. And uh, it's got my, my store on there, the little merchandise store. And no, I don't make um, any, hardly any money off that. It's not for the money. Um, you guys know me. I don't know. Um, but it's really good quality clothing. Um, it's really good. I got some pretty cool designs on there. If you guys want to see a design or anything, let me know. Um, I do have Canva. That also, uh, Brittany also helps me pay for that. I appreciate that. It also pays for that website. And so um, you can do a lot of stuff on Canva if you want. If you ever wanted to do anything like that canva is awesome canva.com go there it's canva like canvas you know anyway it does a lot of, it's, it's pretty cool so but uh, if you want any kind of design that you guys want you think it'd be cool let me know and i can design it and throw it up there on that store and you guys can go and and purchase something like that but i do have um i did the bible prophecy for today i got my little logo up there i stayed with the old logo i didn't change it i got a lot of pushback on that so i kept my original um logo a little ponytail with you know little thing there and so um but there's some pretty cool stuff on there i got you know some pretty cool graphics on there if you guys want to check it you can get t-shirts water walls coffee cups man beanies because y'all know me i'm the beanie person um used to when i was on my youtube channel before they tore that down but if you ever saw that i always wear a, always wore a beanie um but anyway uh guys go check that out if, if you want to um you can also um check out the uh, my amazon author page as well um if you guys are looking for some books i do have um after the rapture what comes next that's the number one seller that's the one that really matters um if you are left behind or you know somebody that will be left behind you're going to want that book uh definitely want to get there's a lot of great authors that have written books as well um david jeremiah's got one um I want to say Jeff Kinley, but it could be wrong. But you can go to olivetreeviews.org and you can click on the her bookstore and that will show you. She's, she carries those books as well. Um, uh, J. Markell does. And so there's a lot of great authors out there that are way better than I am. Um, <laughs> so that you can go and check out. But if you want something short and sweet and to the point, 
that after the rapture, what comes next straight from the Bible just literally lays it out for you what's going to happen. Um, but anyway, I have other books on there. I've got some fiction book series that I've wrote. Um, and uh, so I also have COVID-19 Faith Over Fear. So if you guys are still struggling with that, um, you can get that book for, I think, for 2 $3 or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I don't charge anything. And the bookstore makes, I mean, the, the merchandise stores makes up their own prices. I have little leeway, so I've lowered them as far as they will let me lower them. So that you guys can get some good quality um, t-shirts. There's organic, cotton, all kinds of cool stuff on there. If you're like me, I'm like all the organic stuff. But anyway, it is time for me to get out of here. I've got 40 minutes to get to get my little tail to work, guys. So anyway, with that, um, thank you guys so much for listening. And, you know, continue. Please continue to pray for my friend Kimmy. Um, she's doing better. Um, she actually opened her eyes the other day. So they're trying to back her off that paralytic to get her off of that breathing machine and just praying that, you know, um, her liver, her heart, her lungs, her kidneys will start functioning on their own and she'll start breathing on her own. And I am going to try to rent a car next week and drive down to San Antonio um, so that I can, I, I know she's on a bridge, but I still want to talk to her, you know, still want to say, hey, you know, Mama Cheeto, you know, that's what we call her. Or as I call her from New Mexico, all those times I spent up there with her in the mountains. So anyway, she is strongest person I know. She is the strongest person I know. And so she definitely needs our prayers, guys. And so does her family. Okay, so like we say, got to say bye at least three times, at least twice, you know. Okay, so with that, guys, um, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, may today be the day of our great God and Savior's glorious appearing. Folks, that is what we are waiting for. That's what we are looking for. And that is where our hope is. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, not this world. All right. May God bless each and every one of you. And may his face shine upon you. And I just thank you so much for listening to me. Have a great day.